Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. Changing rock history. One podcast at a time. Welcome back, moms and dads, boys and girls, grandmas and grandpas, rock and rollers of all ages. You are listening to Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. Uh, you can go to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus to get all your Ludini needs, including very awesome merchandise. And uh, you can sign up for our mailing list where you can get this sent directly to you, where you can kind of check out what's going on, pick and choose the ones you like to listen to. There's a lot of cool interviews there, a lot of cool artist stories, stories uh, with producers and other music business people. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you don't Make sure you check out my interview with Nancy Wilson of Heart. Uh, it's very awesome. We had a good time. And anyway, so we are with the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus tonight. And tonight's topic is Brian Johnson versus Bon Scott. And uh, let's go ahead and talk about, uh, before we get started here too much, let's talk about the lovely people who decided to join me uh, in the studio tonight. Uh, sitting to my right, this lovely lady is Lily V6 of Rock Rage Radio. Say hi to the kids, Lily. Hey, Rock Loves. What's up? All right. And this uh, little white spot here is, no, it's not that kind of white spot. Aye. All the way from New Orleans, <laughs> Mr. Keith the Hawk Hawkins. What's, what's going on, Keithster? Hey, how's it going? What's going on out there in uh, hard rock and metal land? Anything good? It's all good. It's all good. It's all good every day. Uh, hey, if you, if you guys like hard rock and metal, you might be interested in my uh, inner circle. You can find out more about that at lulombardimusic.com backslash inner circle. There's a little button there we can sign up and get uh, an exclusive uh, EP release that I did it's, that you can only get through that link. And uh, you get to join my inner circle where you can get some behind-the-scenes stuff, see how cool riffs are put together, jam along with me, help me write lyrics. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you can find that at lulombardimusic.com backslash inner circle. That is lulombardimusic.com backslash inner circle. As always, we have some great music for you guys. It's not We're not just going to be blathering the whole time. And uh, so we have some good music. All bands that we have not played on the hard rock and metal circus before. Nice. So we're going to start out with a band called Black Star Riders, and I want you all to think about who this band sounds like. And they sound this way for a reason. But uh, we're just going to go ahead and play it for you. This is Black Star Riders when the night comes in on the Ludini hard rock and metal circus. From all this trouble, disarray and confusion 
Okay, that is Black Star Riders, and um, what do you guys uh, what do you guys think about Black Star Riders? Shut your cake hole! I'm a dumbass. Really, uh, Black Star Riders. It sounds suspiciously like. Thin Lizzy, because it's it is kind of Thin Lizzy. It's a kind of rebirth of Thin Lizzy. Scott Gorham, who is one of my uh, favorite guitar players of all time, uh, is uh, kind of heads that band up, and the singer is a definitely kind of uh, son of uh, Phil Lano. Is it Phil Lano? Is that how you say his name, Keith? I thought it was Linen, but I don't know. Phil Linen, Phil Lano. So uh, yes, uh, hey, Brian Urso. How do you say Phil Lano? Do you say Phil Linen, Phil Lano? How do you say it? Billy Altman, Chris uh, Thunderwolf. Thunderwolf. Hey, Chris. Sup? We have a band uh, we're going to play later, um, and they're not called Thunderwolf. They are called Turbo Wolf. So close, Chris. Close. There's a wolf. There's going to be a wolf in it. So Black Star Riders, and you guys can go to blackstarriders.com to get more information about that band. Um, I discovered them today while uh, while perusing uh, AdamSplitterPR.com. Uh, they represent Black Star Riders and the other bands, actually, that we're going to be playing tonight. We're going to play Conquer Divide. Do you know Conquer Divide? I do not. Uh, Female-fronted uh, metal band. And then we're, gonna, for it. we're closing out with Turbo Wolf, which is a really awesome sort of uh, um, 60s hard rock revival kind of, kind of act. Very great. Very, uh, very great uh, singing uh, and uh, great vocals. Really cool. Um, it's a catchy tune. Like y'all, y'all gonna y'all gonna like it. It's gonna sound <laughs> real pretty. I, I'm sure y'all gonna like it. Oh my! So, um, anyhow, guys, we are uh, talking tonight, right? We're gonna we yeah. have a topic, don't we? I think so. And and what is our topic for this evening, Miss Lily V Six? Our topic for this evening, Lou, is Bon Scott versus Brian Johnson of ACDC. Okay, and uh, I have my team Scott, I, team team Scott, and team Johnson. I don't who, know who I'm voting for yet. Who's going to be the winner? <laughs> in the we in, we have we in, in the right in the right hand corner we have Bon Scott, the man the man in the no shirt and tight jeans. Mm. He is yes the champion, on, the current champion. Then we've got the contender. The contender is the man in the pancake hat and the denim vest, and that is Brian Johnson. So we're going to be getting into this tonight. The guys, uh, Keith has vanished. He, uh, I guess the rapture's happened, Lily, and we've been left behind. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, so we're going to be talking. Let's talk about this. But before we get into Brian versus Bond, I, it was brought to my attention. I had forgotten this little tidbit. But neither one of those were the original singers for ACDC. So, Lily, why don't you kind of give us a little background on that? Well, I, I only know the last name, so I have to get the full name. Isn't that awful? Um, I know the last name's Evans. He actually was the lead singer for ACDC prior to Bon Scott joining. Was it, was it Dave Evans? I want to say yes to that. I'm just making sure because I don't want to sound like a jerk on the air. <laughs> You're not an air jerk. Oh, thanks. <laughs> There's no air jerking here. Um, so, um, uh, so Dave Evans. Dave Evans was the uh, original vocalist. Yes. Sorry, a buck. 73 to 74. Yeah. So a year. Brian, Billy Altman says we need merchandise. Go to LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. There's merchandise. There's mugs. There's hats. There's cool T-shirts. You're going to love it. Uh, you're going to like it. You're going to like it. So we're talking about Jason Pinkney and Bill, man, the, Jason and Billy. They're like. They're, they're talking. Like a, they're going to arm wrestle. Um, so anyways. Um, so go ahead, Lily. Give us a little bit. And I want Keith. You can chime in on this too. We're talking about the fact Dave that Evans. Bond Scott is not even the original 
singer. But but they didn't do any records with. I I don't think so. It was from seventy three. Nah, they were like a glam band. I think that's what it was. That's yeah. what I read. Of. They were kind of just a cover band, kind of glamish, and they just weren't really writing any original stuff. And Dave Evans was like, and I've read comments saying Dave Evans was had some you know he had some good stage presence, but they never would have made it anywhere with him. He just didn't have the vocal chops. I guess we'll say. And he was fired. <laughs> I was, was bloody fired. I was effing fired right up his bum. Oh, no, 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 not in yes, the bum. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I say it was in the bum. That's and, what I like to say. Uh, well, whatever you like. But then he joined a band called Rabbit. <laughs> if this wasn't Austin Pfeffer, I'd swear it was Rabbit. Oh, um, anyway, okay. so, anyway, so, um, uh, Keith, uh, what, what's, what, are you, what are your, give, give us some of your thoughts. I know you've got a little background in ACDC there. You and Lily take all kind of notes. So, so how does this band kind of initially get started? How do they end up with Bon Scott in the first place? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Y'all don't I know. No wikipedia We thought we had it down. <laughs> hey, I, I didn't know whose turn it was. Uh, he said Keith. I say Keith. Which, is there another Keith? The, the Keith standing behind you. Oh, that guy. He's yeah, that little, guy. Um, yeah. So, this is what I'm getting. Hit me up, Keith. Beat me, Daddy, with the dirty stick. Ow. Bon Scott had a friend who knew ACDC. They were looking for a singer. ACDC was also seeing Bon Scott perform live. I wasn't there. But bon Scott <laughs> went out, met the guys, seen him perform, was impressed. But there was a story saying that, hey, you guys might be too young to rock. And then Matt, uh, Malcolm and Angus said, maybe you're too old to rock. And then Whoa. that was all history after that. Yeah, so, uh, Bond was the challenge was thrown out. Bond was considerably older than the rest of them. He was like yeah. the old man of the band. Yeah. Um, but you would never know it by the way, way, the way he acted or dressed like, or presented himself. No, not at all. Uh, you know, um, I watched just a great. Um, if you guys have Amazon Prime, there's a whole but there's this entire series. It's not called Behind the Music, but what they do is they pick an album and they go in review. So there's Highway to Hell in review, and I highly recommend if you have Amazon Prime to check it out. Uh, they tell they go these in review. This in review series is extremely detailed, and they go song by song and dissect it. And multiple critics talk about it, and they interview the, uh, the 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 guy that mixed it and mastered it, and blah blah blah. It's like crazy, but um, it is a it's a great story um, about Highway to Hell, about how that was really the sort of their sort of like record where. They had been big in Europe, big in Australia, but they needed that push push over the cliff to get them to break in the USA. To us. And that is why they started working with Mutt Lang. Yeah, Mutt, Mutt, Mutt got the Midas touch, man, and whatever yeah. he touches turns to gold. And so when, even before the, you know, untimely demise of Bond, they were still, you know, had big things in the works, and they were going with, you know, Mutt Lang was going to, Take them to the promised land, but unfortunately that didn't, you know, go the way they wanted. But, you know, hey, history is history. But anything, like I said, and Mutt does his thing, and he just does it well. So um, There was another young brother. Do you guys know about this? No. Yep, there was a young brother who was a producer and who produced their first, al all, all their albums leading up to, um, uh, uh, leading up to, uh, Highway to Hell? Leading up to Highway to Hell. Wow, I didn't yep. know. And um, I, I apologize, guys. I'm, my computer's acting weird. That's a computer. 
I believe it was uh, it was George. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he was um, he w- what band was he? And he was in a band. They had a big hit. Flash I don't know that one, buddy. You're gonna have to rescue yourself on that one. Yeah, yeah. Guys, least, help me, help help me out, out on this, guys. Anybody got that? Anybody? Got anyone? That? Bueller? It was. Uh, it was. They had a. They had a big hit. If you heard the song, you would. You would know it right away. Um, but he wanted to do what he wanted to give his brothers was the chance to do like a real rock and roll like band without all the sort of like uh, oh the easy he was in the easy beats okay okay and um, everybody knows he, the wa- he wanted to he wanted to give his brothers the opportunity to like be a real rock and roll band without the constraints of like the like the record label and you know the management like telling them no you need to sound like this no you need to sound like that. Um, and, uh, so he was really excited to produce ACDC in that raw way. So if you listen to all the albums leading up to, um, leading up to Highway to Hell, they all have that, like, uber raw, in-your-face, um, dirt, real dirty kind of sound because he was like, guys, I really want you to sound like a real rock and roll band, like, kind of like the way they do live. And whereas with high, when they broke with Highway to Hell, it was more like Mutt Lang coming in saying, okay, how can we take what you do live and polish it up and turn it into something that's going to be specifically for American audiences? Because American audiences are, um, they're usually at the leading edge in terms of like how music is produced at that time, anyhow. Um, and it was kind of like, you know, the band, at that time, you know, if the idea is if you could conquer America, you know, you could become a superstar. And that was kind of where ACDC was kind of like languishing. They had done great, like I said, great in Australia. They had done great in Europe, but they didn't re- weren't really breaking uh, in the U.S. And, high, and, and so they did this trilogy of albums, the beginning with Highway to Hell, then, of course... The, 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 the irrepressible, the unstoppable, probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest hard Arguably. rock album of all time, Back in Black, and then finishing it off with uh, Let For Those About to Rock, um, where, they all, where they work with Mutt Lang on all three of those. So, you know, Mutt did all kind of things like perfected their drum sound, perfected their guitar sound, you know, just really kind of brought it in. Took them out of like 70s garage kind of sounding, bringing them to more to 80s kind of hard rock sound. Um, and then we all know what happened, right? We guys want to talk about Keith, Lily. Who wants to chime in on the uh, on the tr- on the tragedy? Go ahead, Keith. I like. I know you like to talk. The, uh, the uh, mystery, we'll say. The tragedy. Well, the mystery, yeah, it's a mystery kind of. Yeah. I mean, is it? It's a mystery. I mean, how did the dude? I mean, I don't know how Bon Scott passed away. You hear twenty different things. I mean, is it a drug overdose? Is it alcohol poisoning? Is it this? Is it that? Is it somebody murdered him? I heard one time. You know, it's just a, it's a whole slew of things. But unfortunately, he was uh, taken way too early and left a legacy behind. So whether you like. Bon ACDC or to Brian ACDC, it is uh, that's tough shoes to fill. And I think the, you know the flamboyance, the charisma, stage presence. He also played the bagpipes too. And that's I pretty know. Great. I know. That's I, the greatest I, thing. Is that is that awesome? That is the awesome. That made me the most awesome thing. You know, in ACDC because after that there was no more bagpipe part. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. It is. What do you it think, is. Lily? What's your sort of uh, sort of uh, uh, position on the? demise of Bon Scott. 
I mean, I always just assumed it was alcohol poisoning, same as, you know, due to Led Zeppelin. Why can't I think Bonham? So I just figured that I, I didn't feel that it was murder or anything like that. I just, it was the time people drank, people did stupid things. So I just feel it's, it's just drinking and he probably choked on his own. He was uh, born Ronald Belford Scott, yes. July 9th, 1946. Uh, merged with the, he uh, in Scotland, moved to Australia in 52, left school at age 15, had a variety of part-time jobs before deciding to apply his trade in music as a drummer. Then he became vocalist, mm -hmm. enjoyed limited success before a motorcycle accident uh, cut short his ambitions. Uh, once recovered, Bond took the job driving a stomping little outfit called ACDC. Maybe you heard of him. Yeah. Uh, he took them down the streets of Melbourne, across the Temple Reed Trails, along desert roads and beyond. But Bond always uh, hankered to be a solid gold uh, proper ACDC band member, not a humble roadie. Uh, tempering his bright-eyed uh, braggadocia somewhat, he charmed his way into the group's affections and eventually achieved his aim joining ACDC as a singer in 74, replacing glam rock Dave Evans, which we talked about. Um, and there it is. Uh, he was only in ACDC for five years. He died at the age of 33 mm -hmm. on February 19th, 1980. Nevertheless, his bare-chested, black-haired, <laughs> uh, lewd and lascivious uh, uh, attitude and, and persona was justifiably named the greatest rock frontman of all time uh, in classic rock number 68. Bond had a riveting presence. Uh, he was cocky, but he wasn't conceited. He was vulgar, but he wasn't boorish. He was tough as nails, but with a soft... Uh, with sort of kind of a soft side, a sort of like guy next door kind of uh, vibe, you know, sort of like a greasy motorbike uh, with a spanner in his hand, but uh, just don't take our word for it. Uh, even today, Bond is fondly remembered by many of his peers. You know, a lot of people like Jimmy Barnes, a lot of people that were in the Australian rock scene at the time loved him, just, you know, thought the world of him, and he really treated Angus and Malcolm like family, like they were like his younger brothers. Um, it's just a damn shame. And for the most part, most people would contribute. Would, 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 the the, the story, going story is that it was alcohol-related. And we knew that, that Bond liked to drink. And, you know, this is a common issue with rockers. John Bonham. I believe that John Bonham and uh, Bond Scott died in, uh, in similar ways. Yeah, that, uh, that Having to do with just it. entirely too much alcohol for their systems to take. And, you know, just kind of drinking too much, passing out and just never waking up um, is really kind of what all we, I think we can really say. Um, is, that's about. odd to me. That's my usual Saturday night and I'm still hanging. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, ACDC Mach 2, um, Brian Johnson. You know, and then we're going to kind of after the uh, after we're, after a little bit, we're going to kind of decide we're going to kind of like try to put it out there. We got a lot of opinions from our hey, Jody for Lizzie, Dr. Jody for Lizzie is watching. Um, and uh, we're going to be uh, putting it out there to our fans who voted uh, and we're going to kind of get into that in a little bit here. Uh, but if you want to go to teamrock.com, there's a great article about Bon Scott. You can read a, like a lot. A very, it's a very in-depth article about uh, Bon Scott, his history, and his eventual demise. So you can check that out. All right, so we've got another cool band for you guys. Um, this is a female-fronted act called Conquer Divide. Um, what's left inside? Conquer Divide on the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. <laughs>
fuck yeah. Oh my goodness, those guys absolutely rock. That's a great band. That is a band called Conquer Divide. Let me give you the sort of lowdown on those guys. You can go to conquerdivide.bigcartel.com and get all the information there. Great band, female-fronted metal band. Check them out. Coming up a little bit later on, we got Turbo Wolf. So, who's this guy, Keith, Lily? Tell me. Brian. Who's this Brian Johnson guy? What's he all about? This Brian Johnson guy. <laughs> That, he was that kick-ass band Jordy, or is it Jordi? So I think it's one of the two. I think it's Jordy. Jordy, like the like from with, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Jordy. We're gonna go with, with Jordy. Well, I couldn't tell you one song by Jordy, but that's Shit, where Brian really. Johnson came from. So after that, he stepped into uh, pretty big shoes and did a little album called Back in Black, and uh, it sold twenty plus million albums in the U.S. alone, and it's still one of the best. Selling rock albums of all time, it might be number one, two, three. Who knows? It's it's around the top five for sure. And so, that album to me is probably definitely one of the best hard rock albums of all time, if not the best. There's not a really a bad song on it. I mean, you go down the list. I mean, there's just iconic songs on that album, and Brian Johnson's voice is Brian think about Francis it. Johnson. By the way, go ahead. Sorry. Francis. Franny. What's your middle name, Lou? Peter. Peter. I thought it was, uh, thought it was tall. But anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you funny. But anyway, ACDC is totally responsible for giving us two of the most unique voices in rock of all time. I mean, it's just, that's very odd. And to have that success, there's not too many bands come to mind, maybe Van Halen, but just giving you two... And didn't miss a beat, man. They were going to disband after Bond died. They were going to shut it down. And this Brian Johnson guy comes along. <laughs> this whole five foot five of Brian Johnson, I have know, you know. He's not, a, not a very tall guy. I think the hat is two inches, so he might be five three. He's almost a midget. <laughs> but Brian Johnson comes along and just kills it on Back in Black. Great rock album. Not a bad song on the on the on the album, and the rest is history. But we can go through some of that too. I want to I want to I want to say a couple interesting facts. About Brian Johnson. First of all, he was born 1947 as Brian Francis. Why do I want to say Francis like this? Um, wow. Uh, so, uh, but uh, he did. He he was played in a, a cabaret club band called the Jasper Hart Band, where they did like soft rock and they did songs from the musical Hair. I know, right? You can't. Can you imagine Ryan Johnson? I don't want like, to. I know it's just crazy. That might stuff. have just ruined my whole but, life. But Jordy's only release, and that's spelled G E O R D I E, was actually released under as a solo album as, as by Brian Johnson as a solo album called Strange Man. It was on an MCA label. Uh, so just a little, just some little, you know, Tidbit. little known facts about BJ himself. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, not not be confused with Greg Evigan from BJ and the Bear, the man <laughs> and his monkey. Um, so, um, as, uh, he's br another thing about Brian Johnson you may not know, know is he says he loves musical theater, especially the classic stuff like Rodgers and Hammerstein. He's been working on a musical version of Helen of Troy. Oh, my God. I know. Like, you know, like. 
things you did not know about Brian Johnson. I really need to talk to this man. Uh, I know. So, you know, he's a, like an interesting guy. So just a, kind of like a few tidbits out there about our boy, uh, Brian. Now, he steps in and does re- what? Back in Black. I mean, which is, I mean, funny, every arguably. song on that album is absolutely killer. It's iconic. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I would probably, if it is not the greatest hard rock album of all time, it's at least, it's in the top it's five. It's got to be least. top five. Yeah, it's just, you know, <laughs> just amazing hard rock album. I mean, not only is it hard rock, it crossed over with huge pop success. You know, the what? I mean, you still can go to any bar and put on the jukebox, You Shook Me you All Night, night long, long, and everybody's going to sing and dance. Singing Everybody. along, dancing. <laughs> if you're a cover band and you play that song, people automatically love it. I played it in a freaking country band, and people loved it. Yes. It doesn't matter. You know, old people at, like, weddings, you know, you see them, like, oh, no, you know, they see them rocking out to it. So, you know, it just is what it is. One of the most classic things of all time. Um, Happens to be the song that got me into rock and roll, by the way. It's the first song I heard when I was, like, six years old. Back in Black. You shook me all night long. Um, shoot the thrill. I mean, these are like just like uh, uh, rock and roll, like noise pollution. These are just like absolute iconic tracks that you know you probably turn on any rock station in America, probably any rock station in the world, and you're going to hear some of them, you know, every single day. So, what do you guys think? <laughs> I think uh, it's pretty hard to like go forward with that, but they do. They keep on soldiering on. I mean, they, Brian Johnson's longevity in that band until he, you know, had some some ear damage going on. He had some hearing loss. Then yeah. they basically, you know, had a forcefully probably because you probably have to drag that man off the stage eventually. But I mean, that's just health, you know. And once you get older, it breaks down unfortunately. And but they release another album, and then they just keep on going. I mean, for those about the rock, it's a very great album too. That's yeah. a killer album. Yeah, killer. Um, let's take a look at Facebook here. Um, we have Ryan Weber, Paige Cutshaw, Mike Grozdanovich, Walker Costa, Barry Reed, Roger Hendricks, Brian Coffey, Derek Canary, Klaus Steiger, uh, Lally Bertul, uh, somebody's name I can't pronounce, Chad Gordon, uh, Evie Amaro, Another name I can't pronounce. <laughs> Fabricio Luis. Marcello somebody. Jimmy Harris. Oh, I mean, I'm going to read Marty uh, Lowry. Uh, Roberto De Potter. Sebastio Sore Silva. <laughs> All, every single one is for Bon Scott. Every single one. Hands down, Bon freaking Scott. I mean... I get it because he was the first. <laughs> However, I, I think, okay, so I was undecided when I when I came in here tonight because I had to sit here and think about it. However, uh, Brian Johnson, he You Shook Me All Night Long was the very first song I heard out of rock anything. So obviously that's his song. Um, I actually saw ACDC with him in it. So I'm leaning a little towards BJ. Brian. And I do love the hat. I gotta say, <laughs> although he is not as charismatic as Bon Scott, because like that, like, when I see videos of Bon Scott, I'm like, he's like just the dancing all, all and like, the whole thing. I gotta tell everybody: if you have any doubts about Bon Scott, watch the movie. You know what I'm talking about, right? The movie. It was this was this was a theatrical release before like there was home video and stuff like that. ACDC had a theatrical release with "Let There Be Rock," and it is one of the most intense rock concerts you will ever 
and, and nothing against Gimme. Sh- um, uh, what's, what's the Stones? Um, uh, I don't even know that one. Spend the night together. The 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 the, the, the really the, the big one where uh, they show the murder at Altamont and all that. It escapes me. The give me shelter. Uh, yeah, give me shelter. I mean, it's. I mean, stop making sense is one of my favorite rock films of all time. But this completely trumps it just for the intensity. And if you doubt, I mean, when 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 Angus Young is on Bon Scott's shoulders and he's soloing and he's soloing so hard that a snot. Drips down That's his high. face, lands on Bon Scott's face. Bon Scott just wipes it off and keeps rocking like not, it's just the most rock and roll, dirty, filthy, make your parents want to jump up and smash the TV thing ever. Um, uh, you know why that is, man? Why is that? Because he got big balls, bro. Zing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just have to say that I just think that like. While Brian jumped in and and he had big shoes to fill and he did an awesome job, I in my opinion, I would love to have heard "Back in Black" with Bon Scott on vocals. I think it's that on, like it's on, it's on YouTube. Is it really? Yeah, there's a version of it on YouTube. Really? Really? Yeah. It's got to be yeah. something that somebody like create dubbed in or something. Those songs didn't. This is a sort of misconception that Bon Scott wrote. Those songs, that is not true. No, yeah. So if people say that that uh, is not... Brian Johnson's a songwriter. He's no doubt. No, 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 no. The Malcolm brothers sit down and they come up with these riffs and all this stuff like that. Oh, so, yeah. So, so it's not... So this was not like... Because a lot of people said that and, and Angus Young recently came out in an interview and cleared that up. He said, that's not true that the album was written and then we brought Brian in to just to sing. That's not how it went at all. They worked with him and they wrote those songs way, you know, after Bon... Uh, they had riffs laying around, but they hadn't really worked anything out with Bon Scott. So, I am a I am a diehard to the end of my life. Bon Scott, that Highway to Hell song is just like when that <laughs> that voice just just blows my. And we're gonna do a podcast on all the singers that have been influenced by Bon Scott. There's a there's a crap load of them. A lot of artists that you don't even realize who are they're vo- vocally are really influenced by Bon Scott. Um, I'll just throw one out real quick that people don't realize is Joe Elliott from Def Leppard is a owes a lot to Bon Scott with the way he sings with that nasality and everything. So um, I vote Bon Scott. Lily votes Brian Johnson. Keith. Yeah, I'm John. I'm Team Johnson. Team Johnson. Ha ha ha! Thank you. Surprise. Team Johnson. <laughs> what team are you on? Always gotta make it dirty, Mr. Keith. Let me say a few things first. Oh boy. Go for go. it. The one song that sticks out to me that makes that sways me to one side or the other, regardless of this hat, you can't see me because I'm a gray spot. But um, the song "Touch Too Much." You ever hear that song? Yes, I think we all know that song. Yeah, killer jam. It sounds nothing like ACDC. Nothing. And that when they branched out, that's a little like flavor of what maybe. I'm not saying that you know it's their best song, but when I hear "Touch Too Much," the first time I ever heard it, I was like. What the hell was this? I had no idea it was ACDC. But that just showed me Bon Scott's, like, Versus just his ability to stretch a little bit. Because, like I said, that doesn't sound like an ACDC song to me right off the bat. It's got some, you know, definite signature things in there. But, I mean, all their other, that sounds way different than all, a lot of their other stuff to me. So that's what sways me towards the Bon Scott side. Also, the fact that he plays the bagpipes are pretty awesome. <laughs> 
You just like all um, of his versatility. That's what it is. I like the versatility. <laughs> I think he was definitely way more charismatic. But I mean, you really can't go wrong with the little uh, with the, just the longevity back, the back in black. I mean, all the way up to like uh, just you know, Thunderstruck and Money Talks. They had really commercial success with that mm-hmm. with that album, and uh, I just think that Brian Johnson. So I'm a, can I call it a tie? No. You have to pick one. You have to pick one. That's oh, how shit. I was too, Keith. Like I'm telling you, you like I was one. I uh, That's the point or, or else it's like it's not a podcast, guys, if you say, "Well, I don't want to decide." No, I like more of Bon Scott's songs, but I like Brian Johnson better. You're like, picking Brian Johnson. Yes, I'm already on Brian Johnson. Done stamped. BJ. <laughs> I mean like I mean Brian John I mean uh, what about you got what about Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap? Oh my God! It's just like that's that an song. amazing track. So amazing that Joan oh. Jett does a killer my version idol. of it with a slide guitar solo. Like she reinterprets the song and shows what an amazing song it is by like kind of turning into a kind of a blues rave up. I mean, it t- puts a tingle in the yeah, bottom. She, yeah, she puts a whole new spin on it, you know. But let's let's hit this for a second, okay? Here's the songs on Highway to Hell. Highway to Hell. Girls got rhythm. The backseat rhythm. She does. Touch too much. Uh, shot down, sh- to be shot down in flames, which is a great song. It, a lot of humor. If That's you want thing. blood, if you want that blood. is my favorite ACDC song. Hands but on. but a song like "Shut Down in Flames" has this like humor to it. A song like "A Whole Lot of Rosie" again has this really great kind of like you know wink 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 nudge nudge say no more say no more sort of like you know uh, humor to it um, that I'm not sure they quite captured with Brian Johnson. So he was able to be, I mean, in my opinion, when I, and just when you see Bon Scott interviewed, he's, you want to look at him. You want to listen to him. He's funny. He's interesting. He's just, he just had that great presence that only comes around like once in a great while. There's really only a handful of performers that kind of had that sort of combination of like danger, sleaziness, but sort of like a guy who's like, if your mother kind of got to know him, she'd probably eventually be okay with him because he could probably charm the pants off of her. Like that yeah, kind of guy. Yeah, he's kind of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. That's I think, all charismatic he is. Uh-huh. I mean, his pants were too tight, but I'm gonna go myself. I love songs like "Touch Too Much." I like "Dirty Deeds." I like uh, "Jailbreak." Even if you're going way back, I love "Sin City." These songs are timeless to me. Uh, so. Even though I'm wearing a Brown Johnson hat, I'm going to have to go towards Bond myself, so yeah. it's Bond Scott for me. Very, very close. Though. I would put, here's how I would kind of describe Bond Scott. Now, I know some of the, some people consider this blasphemy, but I kind of see him almost as an Elvis kind of character with the swagger, the edginess, but yet that kind of sweetness, that kind of sense of humor, the kind of ability to kind of be super, super charming, even when he's singing something like "If You Want Blood, You've Got It." He can kind of wink at you and make you feel like ah, he doesn't really want to do anything bad. Um, <laughs> so, um, so I, I have to go. So we've got two to one, Bond versus Brian. So we're on the we're on the we're on the Bond Scott side of things right now. And uh, no, just follow like lemmings. okay. So I think the Bond kind of wins this round. And uh, what do you guys think? <laughs> your balls are filthy. Big balls. That's, not, <laughs> that's, not, that's, none, of your, that's none of your business. <laughs> Keith, your balls are filthy. All right. That's none of your business. Gonna, There's a cool gonna... video of Brian Johnson on YouTube, though, of him singing Route 66 
with the, like a bluesy jazz band when Mick Fleetwood on the drums. I just watched it tonight, and he's like crooning, but he just still, he stole Brian Jones. I got to check it out. Um, yeah. So we're going to come back and kind of uh, talk about a couple of the little things that happened this week. I saw a very cool movie last night. And uh, we're gonna talk about a couple other little things. We're gonna talk about what's coming up, um, but we're gonna we're gonna play one more band. This is Turbo Wolf. I, this is another band I just discovered today. Love this Cheap Magic Turbo Wolf on the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. Sorry, we were sleeping there. We were. I was thanking all the people that uh, chimed in on Facebook and and hung out with us tonight. Um, so anyway, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was terribly unprofessional of me. All right, who the hell was that? That was a killer band that I absolutely love, and so I love them so much that I, right now I'm Turbo Wolf. Turbo Wolf. Was thank that you. Who it was? I yeah. was rescued. <laughs> Turbo Wolf, and let's go to turbowolf.uk. Excuse me, turbowolf.co.uk, and check those guys out. I'm just so tickled that uh, all the people that chimed in tonight. 
Uh, Jody, it was great hearing from you. I haven't talked to you in a really long time. Seriously, let's get together and let's do that hike out there in uh, Cooper's Rock. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, XL Sirod, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Froze. Uh, thank you for uh, uh, chiming in. Jason Pinckney, Michelle Lynn Boer. Is, that a, is, is she a friend of yours? She's not a friend of mine, but I, I like that she likes Blackie Lawless. She loves Blackie Lawless, and so, uh, Michelle, I sent you a friend request, and I hope that uh, you know, you'll know you stick around. Thanks to Lily V6, Chris Thunderwolf, Dodson, uh, Wolf's Customs, Stone Soup, and Lou Lombardi for sharing today's podcast. Uh, it's really important because when you share, it gets the word out about bands like Turbo Wolf. Oh, goodness gracious. And all the great bands, the Turbo Wolf, Conquer Divide, and Black Star Riders. Let's review this real quick. BlackStarRiders.com, uh, Conquer Divide. Go to ConquerDivide.BigCartel.com. Actually, a better way to find, find Conquer Divide is to Google them and find go to their uh, Facebook page. I think that's where they kind of work from. Uh, <coughs> so, it's been a great uh, podcast. A uh, little little edgy there, right, Keith? We were kind of getting into it a little bit about who's who and uh, what bands we like better, what art, what uh, singer we like better, Bond. But I think we're going with Bond versus uh, over Brian Johnson, but barely. Barely, right, Keith? It's okay. It's by, it's by like a little bit. Like it's like this a month. sliver. It's by a sea hair. <laughs> it's not the first time that someone said this about me, but I don't know. This is the, the, this much, and it's uh, like a, just, this, you know, not even an inch. It's barely, but it's. It's there. Not um, even an inch. Okay, here's what I'd like to do. Is I'd like to do something a little bit different tonight. I'd like to go around the room. We'll start with Keith. And I want you to tell us something, maybe something cool you did, something cool you saw, a cool movie you saw, something you can kind of maybe recommend to the audience to maybe check out for themselves that you came across over the last week. Okay, check or this out. Or maybe just something interesting you did, either way. Let me talk? Christ. Can I talk? Larry, Larry can I talk? You started this. Yeah, can I talk, please? Other than music, I mean, I have another I'm passion. It's baseball. Nah. So, whatever that, you know, that floats your boat or not. But I love baseball. I can watch baseball all day. I've played baseball for a lot of years. I can watch it on a rerun. I can watch a new game. I can watch an old game. It doesn't matter. I went and watched some baseball in Arizona. The weather was beautiful. I watched my favorite team. had a couple drinks, and life is good. Just a couple? Yeah, it's expensive. Damn. Is anyone paying attention out there? I know you don't like sports, Lou. I mean, you know, I like sports. Too. I like sports. Hand in your effing man card, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give back my man card. <laughs> I like sports, Keith, so see we're good. Work. So there you go. Play. Okay. Damn it, boy. What in the hell's your problem? You can. I don't know what he's doing right now. <laughs> so Keith went to Cubs camp out in Arizona. Yeah, Mesa. Mesa, Arizona. That's cool. That's cool. Beautiful. Did you have a good Very time? Nice. You had a good time. I did have a good effing awesome time. Lily, tell us something. Tell me something good. Okay, so a couple things. So I want to say a couple things. On Wednesday... First Lou, of all, you're a lesbian. Yes. No, that's not true. Lily Lou, just came out of the closet. She I is like, a lesbian. I like the D. Anyway. Jackass to water, but you can't make him drink. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> Lou and I went to go see Gene the Werewolf at Studio X. Yeah! Party on, dudes! It was a great time. They Thank fed you us. The Thank you to the Hard Rock for feeding us. Thank you to the X for giving us the tickets. <laughs> Thank you, Abby. Thank you, Abby, for a great time. It was, there was no more than 30 people there. We had like a little private viewing of Gene the Werewolf, which was awesome. And uh, secondly, I went to go see Up and Away on Friday with my theater group. Yes, I'm in theater. Why don't you try to ride in my beautiful No, I knew you were going to sing that. This is about the first superhero. 
It's actually hysterical. So that was at the Cabaret Theater. Life is a cabaret, old chum. Oh, my God. Every time I say something. And then <laughs> this Wednesday coming up, I'm going to go see Dokken and Silk Nine at Jurgles with Lou. So am I. I'll be there, too. <laughs> I'll be down Wednesday. there, too. Yes. Wednesday. I can't, I can't make it, guys. I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. Next time. I'm going to go probably try to get a gig Wednesday, actually. My dreams uh are still the same. <laughs> Love is cold. It still remains. So Once yeah. you tell the original members of Doc and I said hi, oh, there is probably oh, no. Oh wait, wait a minute. So who's, <laughs> Don, who's left in the band? Don Doc will be there. Who's left in the band? Don Doc and Jeff Pilson and the drummer. Wild McBrown? No, he's no. He's I have no idea, Keith. Come on. It doesn't matter. It's going. We're going to have a good time. Somebody gave yeah. me alcohol and I lost my mind. Okay, how does that sound? That sounds good, man. Okay. <laughs> so those are my fun things going on. <laughs> And then have gone speaking, of, speaking of Blackie Lawless, I've seen Blackie Lawless in New Orleans. <gasps> he's down really? at the Sonic. He took my order, and he's doing really pretty good. <laughs> I thought you were for real. I was getting excited there. <laughs> uh, I, I like I like Wasp's version of uh, uh, the real me. Yeah, that's awesome. Know. That's really crushing. I just uh, like the break balls, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a good version that, of it. That, really. They do a great version of it. Um, uh, whatever, and I like the song "Mean Man." You know the song Mean Man? Yes, I, I like a, a lot of their songs. I think that's a cool jam. Um, but uh, I want to tell everybody, uh, this movie came out that I've been hearing about for a long time. It came out in 2015 uh, called Sicar Sicario, 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 uh, Benicio Del Toro, mm. and um, Emily Blunt, Ooh. and Josh Brolin. Yes. Um, and I've been hearing, like, oh, like it's got a lot of accolades like not just critics but fans too. A lot of lot of just people that love movies are saying this is a very cool movie to check out. So uh, it's on Amazon Prime. So if you guys uh, have Amazon Prime, check it out. It's a very solid film. Very interesting. Very uh, keeps you on the edge of your seat. Well done. I mean, it's not like brilliant. It isn't going to be like the most innovative film you movie you've ever seen in your life. But it's very cool. It's definitely Maybe worth that's a watch. A good cast. I think I might it's watch got a that. good cast, and it's got a good story, and it's got some twists and turns, and just enough violence. You know, it's just it's a good balance. So, um, I saw I watched that uh, last night. I was really, uh, I was happy that I that I finally got a chance to see it, and I would recommend that you guys check it out. So, um, well, Josh Brolin alone is enough for me to watch it. So, OMG. You and your Josh. Here's what I think of Josh Brolin. Good at this game. <laughs> yeah. Don't be jealous. Stroke it. <laughs> Damn, you're smooth. Josh, Bro Josh yeah. Brolin was one of the greatest movies of all time, Lou. I know. No Country for Old Men. That is one of the best that movies is a ever. Great movie. That is a great movie. That's that's a great movie. So. If you don't think so out there in uh, television land, then there's a psychiatrist over. I would thought you were going to say something way worse. I was about to censor you. <laughs> so, I'm going to keep it clean. Can I say hi to my fans before we leave? Say hi to your fans. Hello, people. Hey, <laughs> who loves it out there? Who loves you, baby? All right. Oh, my goodness. All right, guys. Uh, uh, do not forget to check. Go ahead, Lily. Plug your. Um, I'll do, you do it better than me. Go ahead and plug your okay. uh, show. <laughs> my show is on <laughs> Thursday nights with Rock Rage Radio, Hot Licks with Lily 6, 6 p.m. And I do have uh, an interview this week with Doug from After the Fall. So check in for that. Awesome. Who else is going to be at the um, Dawkins show? It's, it, there's another band. I don't know who the first band's going to be. I know Silk Nine's ne uh, second, and then Dawkins, you know, headliner. Okay, cool. All right. Maybe yeah. it's King Kingdom Come. That's, King 
I think it's a maybe it's Kingdom Come. I don't know. It might be. It could be. It probably is. <laughs> you said come. Aha. Uh-huh. You said. <laughs> That's kind of gross. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Today you are a man. <laughs> Keith, today you are a man. Thank you. My bar mitzvah was yesterday. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I missed it. Bart mitzvah. All right, we're just being silly, guys. Thank you for listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Go to, go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com, and you can relive the shenanigans. There's a lot of cool merchandise there. There's T-shirts. There's ball caps. There's condoms. There's tampons. Uh, there's Ew. coffee mugs. There's shot glasses. They got no condoms. <laughs> and so check that out. And uh, also, you can uh, you can you can pop on our email list, and you can get like. You get a little subscription thing happening there. We send it out to you. Not and you tampons. Can kinda, you, can, you can check out like, oh, I kind of like this artist. I'd like to know more about him. Not so interested in that. You can ignore it, whatever. So that way it comes right to you. You don't have to keep like checking the website, blah, 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 whatever. So check that all out, LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. You like hard rock. You like heavy metal. You want a little inside track on it. Please go to LouLombardiMusic.com backslash inner circle. LouLombardiMusic.com backslash inner inner circle uh and you can check all that out and see everything i have going on there guys it's been a lot of fun i want to thank one more time the absolute amazing acts that we featured tonight black star riders go to blackstarriders.com uh conquer divide go to conquerdivide.bigcartel.com and then finally we had turbo wolf i was really blown away by those guys the great fuzzy guitar great songs turbowolf.com co.uk check those guys out i want to thank everybody that chimed in that shared the podcast if you haven't shared the podcast please click the little share button right now and get it out because it's all about sharing the music getting the word out about the great music getting people talking about great rock and roll it is still alive um you know there's a you know again another post on my feed this week about who's coming there's no good music out there i love when you do your whiny voice and i'm just like are you kidding Hello, there's amazing music. And not just in hard rock and metal. Guys, look, do a little digging. There's something called the internet. Maybe you heard of it, I don't know. Um, but you can like check stuff out on there. And honestly, I promise you, there's some more great music that you will never even have time to listen to it all. And it doesn't matter if you like jazz, if you like uh, Americana, you like singer-songwriter, you like acoustic, you like metal, you like blues, you like doom, whatever. You like Christian music. There's, it's just a whole, there's so much out there. You got to turn off the radio and the TV and get and do a little like Google in there. You know how to Google, right? Yeah, you're not finding anything on the radio. Right, no, 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 no. Just stop with the radio and the TV. Like that's over. Oh, the voices, oh, they just the generic. Duh, hello. Yes. Unless you're checking out my radio station. And you're being, you're just being. Well, your radio station's on the internet. Yes. Oh well, hello. Exactly. So like, so if you're if you're watching the Voice, you're just being lazy. I'm sorry, I love you, but you're just being lazy. Don't be lazy. Take a little time, do a little digging, hang out with me. If you follow me on uh, on, on Facebook, I post stuff about cool bands all the time. Constantly. Constantly. Constantly, as they say in Pittsburgh. I don't talk about that. So check it out. <laughs> uh, Keith is, like, really bored. He's, like, he's polishing his wing. I'm cymbals. <laughs> uh, we're going to get out of here. Because oh, that was a spot on that hi-hat. I spent a lot of money on that hi-hat, man. I spent, long, I spent all kind of money. On that high hat, all kind of money. It was, I spent little money and big money, <laughs> and, and before you know it, like all kind of stuff happened, and then I didn't know it's going on because like people was coming down the house, and I was going I like, I think we need to pay, I think we need to go down to Isley's Keith <laughs> and get a pint of chip chop and a loaf of time talk and just drink some whiskey. What do you think, Keith? Maybe have some I Iron think, City. I think, 
I think you're an idiot. <laughs> and that's that. Uh, my friend Keith the Hawk Hawkins. My good friend Lily V6. Guys, it was awesome. Let's rock out of here with some Glenn Hughes Soul Mover. We'll talk to you guys next week on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus Hard Rock and Metal Circus.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.